Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello and welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast. Today is the fifth overall episode in our initial series, Your Money Mindset, and it's titled 18 Summers with Kids. So what we're going to cover today is what you need to know about the relatively short time we have with our kids and what you can do to make sure you're getting the most out of it. I don't know if you've ever come across a poem before that's called The Last Time Poem. If you're wanting to think about your kids growing up too fast and just flat out crying, it's a a really great one. It speaks to how whether it's putting our child to bed or washing their face or reading them a bedtime story, there's always going to be a last time we're going to get to do it. And the thing is, we won't ever know when that last time is. You know, our kids aren't going to say, hey, mom, tomorrow's going to be the last time I want you to read me a bedtime story. You're just going to walk in and try to read the story and they're not going to want it. And I remember when I told my mom I didn't want her didn't want her to sing me bedtime songs anymore, you know, because I was too old to mature at probably the age of seven or something like that. And now I sing those same songs to my children. And the thought of my daughter doing that to me now is is pretty crushing. <laughs> I know it's going to come at some point, and uh, that means that she's growing up and doing everything that she needs to do. However, whenever it does happen, it's going to be something that I really miss, and I'll wish that I could have savored the last time that I got to do that a little bit more. So, what do you need to know? I'm an advisor, as as you know, and my job is supposed to just get people to, you know, save money, right? And that's not really how I look at it, as you should probably see by this point in the series It's about having you be able to spend as much time enjoying life and making life as enjoyable as it is to you, however you may define that. And that's really what my my job is. All these investments and insurance and everything else, these are just the tools that I have at my disposal to try to help everybody do that. When it comes to our children, if you think about it, we only really have 18 summers with them. After that, they're off at college, they're maybe working during the summers, things of that nature. So we have a relatively limited time. My daughter is four right now, so I already am four of my 18 summers in. It doesn't feel like that. It's gone really, really quickly. And I want to make sure that I'm planning vacations and all that stuff. And that's why the previous episodes are so vital. If I know what track I'm on and I know what I have to do to protect it, I don't have to waste any mental energy on any of those previous unknowns. And now I know how much extra that I have for living. So what you can do, what I would recommend is making your 18 summers bucket list. Now we've probably all heard of bucket lists before and they're generally, you know, before you die, I want to do... And that may be, you know, skydiving or a trip to Hawaii or whatever it might be. However, uh, that bucket list kind of approach can actually be pretty helpful for us today. What are the things that I want to do with my kids 
before they go off to college, before they start making their own path and their own decisions. Maybe it's a pool, like we said, vacations. You know, set if we set a list, then we have a much better chance of actually achieving it. And the time frame, they're, you know, a kid at one is different than a kid that's at 18 or 19. And so the time, if you have multiple kids, how those time frames overlap can give you an idea of, you know, how much of a window do I have to do that hiking trip or that trip to Disney before they feel like they're too old for it or anything like that. As you probably can tell, I'm a big Disney fan. And so Disney's kind of always on uh, Lauren and I's list. But whatever that is, if you have a conversation with your spouse and you go through kind of what are the things that when I'm you know, older and my kids are grown up, what are the things that I'm going to look back on and say like, wow, that was really fantastic. That was a really, really fun time, a fun event. I can give you a personal example of something that kind of came about this last year in 2020 with everything everybody was going through. We couldn't have our normal large get together. We usually go to my side and see 50 people. We go to Lauren's side and see another 50 people. And we weren't able to do that this year. And what we decided to do instead is we rented out an Airbnb up in New York State. It was this beautiful, beautiful home that was restored, an old farmhouse, tall ceilings, and very, very unique, unique house. And it had enough bedrooms for our family and then my parent or my mother and uh, Lauren's parents to to kind of all stay and we had a Thanksgiving that was kind of an overnight Thanksgiving stay. And it was really, really great and really special. And with the kids so young, they were really excited to see their grandparents there. And it was fantastic. It's something that we really think we will always remember. Us and our parents and even the kids. And that's the kind of thing to be thinking about. How can we make memories like that in the right time where the kids fit that kind of an activity? If my kids were 16 and 18, they may not get as much of a kick out of, hey, you know, we're having a giant sleepover with with our grandparents. So it was pretty good for for the fit for us today. So again, that's the kind of thought process. What can we do that will that we want to get get uh, accomplished so that we can look back on it with fond memories, things that nobody will ever kind of forget and they'll will mean a lot to us. The second thing what you can do if you haven't taken any action yet, Relisten to the first number of episodes and, again, discuss them with your spouse. If you're taking steps forward to remove some of these anxiety items, again, we don't want to just be checking boxes for the sake of checking boxes, checking off that we did something more with our savings or that we got life insurance. We want to be taking action that relieves anxiety and frees us up to be able to enjoy today more so than we were able to yesterday when those things were weighing on us. So quick summation, make sure that you're making a list, a bucket list, discuss it with your spouse, and really take the time to look at, hey, this is a limited window, let's make the most of it with our kids and the time that we have and the things that we really want to make sure that we do. As always, thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. There are literally millions of young American families out there I'm trying to reach and help just like you. The next episode coming up is titled Investments Should Be Boring, which may seem like a little bit of a weird title, but it's going to go into some of the mindset items of how we should be approaching investments and how we shouldn't.
So thanks as always for tuning in and I'll talk to you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.